Alright, so we continue with some of the questions. Now, this question was asked, okay, so how many kinds of angels are there? Okay, how many kinds of angels are there? So this person asked this. Now, who knows the answer? You know our angels? Angels, right? We read about angels in the Bible. Elisha, do you know the answer? How many kinds of angels are there? No? Okay, so we find out. Caleb. That means no. <laughs> How many? Not sure. Uh, Jesslyn. Okay, two kinds. What kind? Cherubims and seraphims. Alright, so two kinds. Very good. So there are definitely cherubims. Cherubims and uh, seraphims. Alright? I'm glad you said that. I thought two kinds is good angel and bad angel. <laughs> yes? An archangel. Oh, very good. And then there are, there's a case of archangel. Alright? There's a case of archangel. Um, Alright, so how do we know that? We don't make it up, right? Let's turn to Ezekiel chapter 41. Ezekiel chapter 41. So the Bible does describe um, angels. Ezekiel chapter 41. Okay, let's read verse um, 18 together. Okay, one, two, reading. And it was made with cherubims and palm trees, so that a palm tree was between a cherub and a cherub. And the two cherub had two faces. Alright, so there were cherubims. Cherubims, that's, that's for sure. How do cherubims look like? Anyone? Enoch, how do cherubims look like? You don't know. What is the English word cherub? Anyone? Shenrei. When people say cherub, cherub, some people use the word oh, like a little cherub. Means it's like a little bit plum, red cheek, very cute. Alright, they like to draw that. Alright, so does it look like that? We do not know. God did not reveal how the cherubs look like. Okay, so should we, should we try to imagine all these things? We should not. We just know there are cherubims. Right? There are cherubims. So that's, um, that's one for sure. Now, what about seraphims? So God also mentioned another kind of angel called seraphims. Alright. Um, Isaiah chapter 6. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah chapter 6. Can we read verses 2 and 3? Isaiah chapter 6, verses 2 and 3 together. You there? Alright, 1, 2. Reading. Okay. 
Okay, so here we, we see in the Bible that God tells us there are these angels called seraphims. Alright, so seraphims described here, they've got wings. They've got wings. That is why a lot of people like to draw angels with wings, because the Bible does describe them with wings. Now, anyone can... Actually, why... Okay, the person who asked the question is not here now. Alright. Are you interested in angels? Hmm? Angels? Okay, the person who asked. Actually, alright. Um, Noah, are you... This interested? Are you interested in angels? You're all right. All right. Whether you know or you do not know, is fine. Um, why are people so interested in angels? Why do you think so? No one. How they look like? What? What? How they look like? All right. So people like to draw angels. Have you seen calendars? Well, page after page, all just angels, angels, and they draw all sorts of things. But the Bible tells us not to imagine all these things, right? Uh, what God gives us, that's good enough. We just stick to those. Now, um, now turn to Luke chapter. Ah, be before that, before that. So we know there are cherubs or cherubims, plural, seraph, seraphims, fiery, right? Fiery, plural. Um, all right. Actually, it's literally from a transliteration of Hebrew. Just now we had the word cherub, right? Cherub. The IMS added at the end. IMS in Hebrew, im means plural, right? So it's this is fiery. So it's fiery angels. Okay, that's what it means. So now, so there are different kinds. Now, how do you know there's archangel? Just see. How do you know? Very good. Alright, so Jesse says there is something that in one of the book of the Bible mentions Michael the Archangel. So you even remember the name. Now let's turn to Jude chapter 1. Jude chapter 1 verse Jude chapter 1 verse 9. Jude 1 verse 9. Alright, second last book of the Bible. Jude verse 9, right? Jude verse 9. Are we ready? Okay, one, two, reading. Jude verse 9. Yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, does not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. Alright, so you see in the Bible, in the Bible there is a mention of Archangel Michael. Okay, do you know why Michael is called an Archangel? Phoebe, you do not know. Are you sure? It's your favorite place. Um, Cornelius, why is Michael called an Archangel? Are you sure? You know the two golden arc? <coughs> huh? What's the two golden arc? Wow, you're so so good. <laughs> okay. Sam, what is, what's the golden arc called? 
No. Okay, all those don't go to yes. McDonald's, right? They always call the two golden ark. So it's called Archangel. Is that why? It is not, alright? It is not. Okay, now. This word means he is he he rules other angels. He takes care of other angels. Right? So he's on top of other angels, like an ark, right? Over them. So even in the angelic realm, there are different levels of angels. Okay, so there's an archangel, so he's like the, the ruling angel. And have other angels that, that is under him. Alright, so that's called the archangel. Nothing to do with McDonald's, okay? So archangel. So we see this kind um, of angels described. So, uh, Chloe, we seem to see three kinds of angels mentioned in the Bible. Who are they? Do you ask the listen? Cherubims. Are angels, right? So they are mentioned three. Now, do you have a guardian angel? Oh, suddenly everyone's very interested. Huh? Children, do you have guardian angel? Look, look next to you. <laughs> no, why you look the other way when no one is sitting there? You should look. <laughs> because you can't see angels. So look at the other side. Uh, do you have an Do you have an angel? Um, now, turn to Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18. Matthew 18, verse 10. Matthew 18, verse 10. Shall we read Matthew 18, 10? Okay, 1, 2, reading. See that... Sh Are you there? Matthew 18, 10. Wrong. Oh, come on. Is it right? See that you despise. Oh. Say again. I'm just reading off what I pulled out. Matthew 18. So this. Oh, yeah. Wait, let me see. Yeah. Okay, um, Matthew 18, 10, right? Matthew 18, verse 10. Are we ready? Let's read together. Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. So here, um, the people brought the little children. Um, to Christ and then Christ say that do not despise these little ones and you look at verse 10 it says um, don't despise these little ones because their angels constantly is in God's presence their angels so do you have an angel that watch over you what do you think according to here it looks like but so God does say there are angels that watch over men. God assigns them. Like this morning we, we read, right? Satan will assign his, his angels to go out and attack us. Mm? So God also has angels uh, over people. But are you more interested in the angel protecting you or Jesus Christ? What about you? 
You prefer angel to protect you or Jesus Christ? Why? Why? Okay, ask your brother. Enoch, help your sister. Why? Jesus died for our sins. Who is more powerful, angels or Jesus? Jesus, right? So don't be obsessed with who's my, who's my angel. You want to know your angel's name? So God did not want us to be obsessed with angels. God want us to be always thinking about Jesus Christ. Alright, so it seems like there are all these cases. So that's all. Okay, Chloe, Ken? Alright, so let us not be too obsessed with angels. Now, some people, they are very obsessed with angels. You have seen some people like, in their car, they have little angel hanging there on the dash, on the mirror. And then they have angel in their home, angels here and everywhere. Some people, they go to, the, they go to their um, family's graveyard and then they also buy angels and put on the tombstone. Should we do that? Should we do that? No, right? That is not why God reveals to us uh, regarding angels. Okay, so anyway, we are not supposed to make angels. Are we supposed to make things that look like things above? The Ten Commandments say no. Right, the Ten Commandments say no. Correct? Alright, so then it leads to the next question, which actually I answered before, but someone submitted again. Now, so this person asks, in relation to angels, now he says, if now if God does not want us to make angels. Now let's turn to Math, uh, Exodus first. Right, turn to Exodus. Okay. Um, let's read verse Exodus chapter twenty, verse four, please. Exodus chapter 20, verse 4. Okay. Now, one, two, reading. Please read. Okay, so we read for ourselves. Now, what is this commandment? Commandment number? Jennifer. Huh? Commandment number two. So we're not supposed to engrave means go and make angels, make things that there are things above, right? So things above are, for example, angels. So now this person asked this question, which I cannot find now. This person asked, then why does God ask um, the people when they're making the ark? Remember? When they were making the ark of the covenant, making the ark of the covenant. Now God did ask them to make two angels with wings uh, covering with wings covering the ark remember right so so the person asks then why I thought God says don't make of things above means don't make angels then why does God tell the people to make that so we answered that right Noah we answered that right well Noah very smart because you say yes means you have to answer did we answer that, Jennifer? No. No one there to answer now. So why? So maybe you ask you, you answer. Why does God do that? How come I can't find it now? Chloe, why do you think so? Is it wrong? 
So God sinned. God says, go make these this, uh, angels that cover with wings, go make them and put them on top of the ark. Have God sinned? God has his reasons. Wow, very smart. What are the reasons? <laughs> what are the reasons? So, is it sin that God asked them to make this? Hmm? No. Okay. Elim, you're very brave. Why? Why is it no? Why is it no? Why has God not asked the people to sin? But God says, we read, right? Don't make any things of things above. Because God instructed them. Because God gave the instruction. Now, when God gave the instruction, it is not sin. And Chloe rightly mentioned, God make, has his reasons. God is the lawmaker, right? God understands how to interpret the law. We should not make that. Now, remember, look at Exodus, Exodus um, chapter 20, verse 10. Exodus chapter 20. Verse 10. Okay, so they were told, Exodus 20, sorry, um, verse 4. Thou shalt not make unto thee graven image. Number one, we cannot make. But when God says make, we can make. Alright, any likeness of things that is in heaven, for example, for example, angels. So God says make. Now, God uses this to explain in picture form. His mercy seat, okay? His mercy seat. And God also used this to explain that He is so holy. Now, this is, this is a scene that God tells the people to make. Is God asking them, is God asking them to worship the angels? No. Understand that? God did not ask them to make this, then the people will worship. In fact, this thing will not be seen by the ordinary people. Only the high priest can go in and see this. Okay, so they were not making it for their own worship and all that. But so God, when God says make, it is not sin, right? So the person who asked this question, I hope I answered. God did say make it, so it is. God knows. Does God commit sin, uh, Isaac? Does God commit sin? God will never commit sin, right? So if God says, the reason is proper. So that's all we know. That's all we know. Now, so now I ask. Uh, now I answer. Okay, let me see. Uh, the angels, when did I finish answering? Okay, but the reality is, there is indeed another kind of angels. What are they called? The? This morning we started. Right? The evil, wicked, and the other fallen angels. So there are fallen angels. Okay? Um... What did you learn from today's lesson about fallen angels, Caleb? So sorry, <laughs> I forgot. You're so tall, I keep thinking you're in. Ah, scratching your head. Alright, Noah. That, like, um, saying to the signs, like, the fallen angels to Alright, so there are rulers, even in the dark world. Alright, Satan rolled over them. Satan also sent these wicked fallen angels to attack you. Alright, to disturb you. Are they going to come in very frightening form? No. They're going to come in what form? Uh, Chloe. What form are they going to come in? Very? They may be very? Uh, 
nice alright they may be very nice uh, but they actually come and teach you to sin correct they come and teach you to sin now so there are fallen angels how do we know that there are fallen angels uh, Noah quickly how do we know that there are fallen angels let's turn to Revelation chapter 12 verse 3 Alright, Revelation chapter 12, verse 3. Okay, let's read together Revelation 12, verse 3. And there appeared unto another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his heads. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. So here, God tells us when Satan was cast down, right? God called him the, the, red, the great red dragon. When Satan was cast down from heaven, the great red dragon, the Bible tells us that Satan... God described it as God's, uh, Satan's tail, alright, brought with him how many angels, Cornelius or Samuel, how many angels did Satan bring with him and they fell because of their sin? How many? Any ideas? Not sure. <laughs> Jesse, you want to try? Oh no, ah, Jesse, ah. Do you want to try? Maggie? One third, all right. I'm sure Samuel saw that also. One third, right? One third. Okay, Maggie. How many is one third? Because if there's three angels, only one third means only one. <laughs> How many angels in heaven? We do not know. God just says like the host of heaven means a lot, all right. God just tell us one third of it was cast down with Satan. Okay, now. These angels, are they going to appear scary, right? Like Chloe said, not necessarily scary. Okay, now turn to 1 Corinthians, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. Okay, you there? Okay, let's read together. And no wonder, for even Satan. Okay, so God says, now Satan himself can transform. You know, it's transform. Right? He can change. Okay, he can change. Elisha, Satan can change himself to what kind of angel? The Bible says, angel of. Angel of. Help. Don't do help. Angel of? Just now we read Angel of? Not sure. Uh, okay, what about Karin? Do you remember? Angel of? Very good. Alright, Angel of Light. So Satan can transform himself into Angel of Light. Angel of Light. Now, light means very nice, right? Light means like good, correct? So to deceive man, Satan 
can transform himself into angel of light. Okay, so we must be very, very careful. Is Satan going to come with come to you like a scary thing? No. Now it can be it can be someone. It can be someone in school, very very nice to you, but will tell you, Chloe. Hey, that's Chloe. Chloe, let's go and steal something. But it's a very nice friend, all right. So Satan can cause use other people to tempt us to sin. Please don't look at your friend and say you're from Satan. Okay, you may know in your heart. Now Satan uses people to to deceive me, but Satan can really appear, right? There can be pastors, teachers, um, in churches. There are there are also um, false teachers, right? So be careful. So in Satan wants to deceive men. That's the point. Okay. Now little little ones, are you afraid of the dark? Faith, are you afraid of the dark? Huh? You're not. Okay. So when you go to toilet at 3 a.m., you do not wake. You do not go to mommy. You want to go to toilet? Please go to the toilet with me. No. Who does that? Do you do that? No. Anyone does that? Anyone afraid of the dark? Ilim. No. You don't like the dark. What are you afraid of? Because it's dark. It's dark. Okay. <laughs> you might. And it's like um, it's like. You think of things that are bad, right? Yeah, sometimes you're like that. Alright, so now when God tells us all this, God is telling us that He is God. Who created all these, all these, all these angels? God created, right? So God is all-powerful. So you do not need to fear at all. You do not need to fear at all. You just need to think of Christ. He's all-powerful. So no need to fear anymore, alright? No need to fear. Who is more powerful? God or Satan? God. In fact, when God comes to destroy Satan, it's very fast. In a moment, it'll be over. You want to know how quick? Now, let's turn to Revelation. Revelation. Okay, chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20. Okay, let's read from verse 7 to verse 10. Revelation 20, verse 7 to 10, reading, And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison, and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth. Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went up on the breath of the earth, encompassed the camp, and the saints about, and the beloved city. And fire came down from God out of heaven, and devoured them. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire, and brimstone, and where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night, forever and ever. Okay? So God says when Satan will be loose after the 1,000 years, at the end of the millennium. Now, who can dis describe to me? So Satan will arise and then he's, he's, the people will follow him. There will be those people that will still want to follow Satan. How did God destroy Satan? Was there a very big fight and fight fought for many, many days or many months? No, Anna. Is it fire? Just 
<laughs> he just sent fire and devoured them. Right, look at verse. Now look at verse 9. Um, okay, verse 9. So you, so you see the description of the people gather, Satan came out, all the people follow him, and then his wicked angels all follow him, right? Wow, they say we are going to fight a big battle against God. So Satan thinks he's very powerful. Yes? What does it mean by um, four corners of the earth? Four corners of the earth. Is the earth four corners of the earth? Ah? How come you don't understand? <laughs> right? All the four corners. The earth is square. <laughs> right? So, sometimes this word, this words, now four corners, it means north, south, east, west. Alright? Every direction. That is what it means. Alright? North, south, east, every direction. Four corners of the earth. Alright? So that answer your question, uh, Noah? Alright, four corners of the earth. I know when we are young, we read this, we thought the earth is square. So four corners of the earth. Now, you look at verse 9. So all of them gather, and there is only one sentence, and it is over. Let's read together. And fire came down from God out of heaven, and it over them. That's it. Now, can you imagine if, if you're very excited, you want to hear a very long story, and then, in one second, oh, it's over. It's over. Right? So, um, Isaac, is Satan powerful? God just say, fire. <laughs> God. Right? So, he's got far more powerful than Satan. So, do you still need to fear anything? No need to fear. God is with you, right? God is with you. Nothing to fear. Okay, so, so when we talk about angels... Don't think of all sorts of things. Think of Christ. Think of Christ. Okay? He loves you. He will protect you. He will keep you. You just obey Him. Alright, so that's one question. Alright, so next question is this. Wait, so Chloe, answer all your questions? More than what you asked for. Okay. How many kinds of seeming good angels in the Bible? Three. What are they? Chloe, no. <laughs> Cherubim, Sheraphims, and Archangel. Alright? And there are evil angels, right? The evil angel can appear as angel of light. Okay? So that's what the Bible describes. And all we need to think about is the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, so this is the next question. So um, Isaac asked this question, right? Matthew 5.25. Let's turn to Matthew 5.25. Matthew 5.25. Matthew 5.25 Okay, so Isaiah wants to know what does this verse mean? Okay, now one... Are we there? Now one, two, reading. Agree with an adversary quickly, whilst thou art in the way with him, lest at any time the adversary deliver thee to the judge, and the judge deliver thee to the officer, and thou be cast into prison. Okay, so Isaac asks, what does this mean? So Isaac, you read this during your devotion, is it your quiet time? So you don't understand. Okay. So, now, here it says, You and your adversary, whilst thou art in the way with him. Alright, so God says now, this is you. And 
What is an adversary? Uh, Faith, what's an adversary? Uh, Not very sure, huh? Adversary. Alright, so this is the adversary. Who wants to try? Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. What's an adversary? Say again. Enemy. Alright. Enemy. The enemy. Okay, adversary. Someone against you. Huh? Against you. In fact, the word Satan simply means adversary. Enemy. Okay? Someone against you. Now, so, God says when you are with your adversary, someone who don't like you, your enemy, you are in the way with him. So, both of you are walking. Walking, walking, walking. Right? Is it? 95.25 says, agree with your enemy quickly. While you are walking with him, agree with him quickly. Lest at any time, the enemy deliver you to a judge. How you draw a judge? I don't know. Judge wear those funny things on the head, right? Okay, then judge sit on the bench, right? Alright, judge sit on the bench. So this is a judge with the funny head, funny hair. Alright, so he said, now your enemy and you have disagreement. Have disagreement. Then while you are still with him, while you're still with him, quickly do what? Caleb, quickly do what? Quickly agree with him. Quickly agree with him. If not, what might happen? Cornelius or Samuel, what might happen? Your enemy might send you to the judge. Your enemy might send you to the judge. And then what will happen? And thou be cast into prison. <gasps> or the, the judge, the judge will send the judge will send you to the officer. I don't know. Policeman. Alright, send you to the policeman. Send you to the policeman. And then the policeman will send you to prison. Alright, so you're in prison. In bars, right? Behind prison. And your hand holding the prison bar. In prison. Alright, so God says you have your enemy, you all have disagreement. So while you're with him, quickly agree with him before he send you to the judge. The judge send you to the officer, and the officer make you look like that. Hmm? Should use black. Okay? So you're behind prison bars. Alright, then you wear black and white also. Alright, prisoners always wear black and white. So, what does it mean? So Isaac have a good question. Isaac asked, what does it mean? Anyone want to try? Okay, adults. Ask adults. Uh, Mabel, after your long holiday, see whether your brain working or not. What does it mean? You got enemies? You got someone who is against you? You have disagreement with someone? No. Okay, ask people working, who are working. Maybe... Uh, okay, ask Colin. Um, what is it? What do you think it means? You go to work, you go to work, right? And then someone at work doesn't like you, and then cause trouble for you, and then um, then this verse comes to you. What does it mean? To try as much as possible to make peace with people who try to make your life difficult. Okay, so. Try as try your best 
to make peace with people who are against you. Understand? Try your best to make peace with people who are against you. Um, Samuel, understand what is make peace? Okay? Not make a piece of cake for him. They can make a piece of cake for him as well. Make peace, alright? Make peace means um, st stop the disagreement. Alright? So God is saying now, if, if you and someone fight over something, okay, there's a disagreement. Do your best. Don't keep insisting on your right sometimes. No? Don't keep insisting on your right sometimes. And especially, now if you're wrong, please don't be stubborn. Right? Have you encountered those cases? You're wrong and then you're still very stubborn. Mommy and daddy say, now. So your mommy is your adversary now. <laughs> your dad and your mom. I told you that this thing that we talk about, Mm, you apologize. Then you're very stubborn. You know you're wrong, but you're very stubborn. Mm, I don't do apologize. I want to quarrel with mommy and daddy somehow. I insist. I want to insist. Okay? Then, then you know what happened here? Daddy and mommy will. Mommy will send you to daddy. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's true. Why are you laughing? So that's what happened at home. Mommy sent you to daddy. Daddy send you to pastor. <laughs> Alright? And then they say, Alright, go to your room. <laughs> go to your room. Yes? That's right. Go to your room. That's me. Go to your room. You're stuck in the room for the rest of the day. All because you're stubborn. Yes? What's your question? There's entertainment work. Okay. No, your bedroom is this kind of one. Okay, go to your brother's room. It's very dirty and smelly. <laughs> That's your punishment. Okay, maybe ah, go to the toilet. Okay. Right? But the point is, the point is this problem. Alright, so don't be stubborn. Don't sometimes don't keep quarreling. Learn to live peaceably with people. Understand that. Learn to live peaceably. Now what happens if your friend now what happens if if it's something that is sinful? Something sinful. Can you think of something sinful? Maybe your friends say, Enoch, the Bible has mistakes. The Bible is full of mistakes. Hmm? Has mistakes. So should you... Oh, I should not quickly agree with your friend. Yes, the Bible has mistakes. Don't throw me in jail. <laughs> should you do that? Is this verse about that? No? What should you do in this case? Uh, call, the call, call the teacher. Okay? Call the teacher, call your parents. Now, this is referring to personal problems. Do you understand? Personal. When it comes to doctrinal truth and all that, God is not asking us, quickly agree with them. Jesus is not God. Oh, quickly agree with them. Jesus is not God. It's not that kind of thing, alright? It's personal. Personal. Uh, um, so I remember, um, maybe I hope, I hope Colin don't mind me sharing, um, because that's why Colin made me think of that. Um, when he went to work, right, someone is very difficult with him, he, wants, he wanted the bigger room, is it? So, uh, so Uncle Colin, he went to work, sees a new person at the office, then someone gave him a bigger room. Wow, 
So he said, wow, so nice, so big, very nice room. Right? Then someone who is working there for a long time, he has a small room. Hmm? So the senior doctor has a small room. Wow, new doctor come, big room. Then go and knock on your door. I want this room. Right? So how? The adversary is here. So knock, knock, knock. Hello, Mr. Adversary. <laughs> Don't have to call them that, alright? Oh, Dr. So-and-so, yes, what can I do for you? He said, I want this room. I'm longer in this company than you. So I want the bigger room. So, what does Uncle Colin do? Uncle Colin can say, no, the boss gave me this room, right? The boss gave me this room. I have a right to be in this room, correct? Can or not? Is it right? It's true, right? The boss gave him the room. He can insist on it, or he can say, ah, don't do quarrel with you, live peaceably, right? Small room, small room, it's okay. You want it? You move in, I'll move out, right? So he move in. So agree with your adversary, right? Agree with it, just let them. Don't go to court with them, right? Sometimes little things, Christians want to go to court and all that. And then you end up in trouble. Okay? You want to know the rest of the story? <laughs> so, Uncle Colin went to the small room. <laughs> then, his adversary went to the big room. <laughs> big room. Say, so, Uncle Colin said, ah, don't quarrel with people. Live peaceably with people. Alright, what's the room? And then what happened? Then the company made some changes, right? Some changes happened. Some changes happened, and then the man had to move because they needed the room for something else, is it? And then they moved him to even a smaller room. <laughs> so he ended up in a prison. <laughs> right? Oh, it's a small prison. Right? So God says, just now, when it's personal things, don't keep fighting. Now, especially if you're wrong, huh? if you're wrong, admit it. If not, you really end up in jail. Huh? Fight for nothing. So learn to live peaceably. Alright, so young ones, when you play with each other, learn to live, live what? Peaceably with each other, alright? Don't fight. Don't fight. Because next thing you know, you fight, fight, fight. Then he bring you to pastor. What will pastor do? You find out. <laughs> huh? You get in trouble. So learn to live peaceably, give in to other people. Okay? Don't bully other people especially, right? Okay? Now, pastor don't like bullying in church. Listen carefully. Pastor don't like bullying in church. Bullying is a sin. Okay? Understand that? Making fun of other children is a sin. Understand that? Okay, I'll listen here. What did pastor say? Bullying other people is a? It's a sinful thing. It's unloving. And making fun of others in any way is a? Sinful thing, alright? You're bullying other children. This church don't tolerate that, okay? So you, we take this very seriously. So we must love each other, right? Love each other, okay? Alright? Okay, good. So, um, Isaac, you understand now? Alright, Isaac, understand. Good. So when you go to school, the same, alright? Don't keep fighting. Sometimes just, just say, alright, fine. But when it comes to Bible truth, should we, should we agree with the adversary? Yes or no? When it comes to God's truth, should we agree with God's enemies? No. Okay? Now, so that. And then, 
Let's see if you have one more question. Oh, now look at Matthew chapter 5, verse 25 first. Matthew 5, 25. So this is the verse, right? Uh, so Isaac, you asked about this, right? Matthew 5, Matthew 5, 25. Okay, so you, alright, so now I've always trained you all how to find the answer. Right, so you practice it. Matthew 5, 25. Now let us, hey, hang on, is it correct? Matthew 5.25. Shall we read together? Uh, what's wrong with me today? Matthew 25. Matthew 5.25. 1, 2, reading. Agree with thine adversary quickly, whilst thou art in the way. Lest any time thy adversary deliver thee to the judge, and judge deliver thee to the officer, and then into prison. Okay. Now, some people read this verse. So listen carefully, yeah? so young ones. I want to train you to read the Bible so you answer your own questions. Read the Bible carefully. Now, okay, Cornelius, hey Caleb. Now, if, if someone read this, or a preacher, alright, a preacher preach this and say, oh, so listen carefully, everyone, huh? agree with thine adversary quickly while you're in the way. If not, deliver to the judge and you're thrown into prison. Well, so the preacher preach this, huh? The preacher preach. Make sure you repent and turn to Jesus. You are enemy of God. As long as you are, you have not asked Jesus to forgive you of your sin, God and you, you are enemies. So quickly agree with Jesus. Receive Him as your Savior. If not, what will happen to you is, you will be delivered to the Almighty Judge, God Himself. And God will cast you into prison, in hell, forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray. Hmm. <laughs> Alright, so what are you going to say? Is it, is it a correct interpretation? Or is it about this? Is it about live peaceably with men? Or is it about judgment day? Please, you and God are enemies. Agree with him. Don't ask me what's the question, alright? I explained very clearly already. What's, what's the answer? Is it right or wrong? It's wrong. It must be this. Why? Because you're my supporter. <laughs> Why do you say it's this? Not sure. Just don't sound right. I always teach you all, when you read the Bible, you're not sure. Do what? Read the... Not read the commentary, yeah? Read the... The... The verses around it. The context. Above it, below it. Read the context. Okay, read the context. Enoch, you know it's context? What is the whole story? Context. Context, alright? So if you read the context, can this be about hell? Since Jesslyn answered, so Jesslyn tried. <laughs> no, why? Why not? Wasn't it such a convincing message? And then you also say, Amen. <laughs> well, like the verses around it are very good in the first place the context is about dealing with conflict with people it was not about heaven and hell right and especially what about now verse 26 Elim. what does verse 26 mean let's read verse 26 
and then help Elim. Reading, Verily I say unto thee, Thou shalt by no means come out till thou hast paid the uttermost farthing. Farthing is, is, is the, the money, alright? So you owe someone money, God, and he said, you will never get out until you paid, paid up everything. Okay? Understand? Alright, Cornelius, understand? So he said, God says, you will never get out until you paid up your debt totally. Okay? So why cannot it be about heaven and hell? Why can't it be about hell? Very good. Once you are in hell, you cannot get out. If you interpret this, it means that when you are in hell, you burn long enough, alright? You burn, burn, burn. Burn your hair, burn your eyelashes. Okay, you look ugly enough. Alright, you paid out everything. Now you can go back, get out of hell. No. If you believe that, then you believe that you can get out of hell. Alright, that's a deception. So, can we interpret this scripture like that? Cannot, correct? Cannot. Can or not? Cannot. You don't understand or cannot? Cannot. <laughs> cannot understand. Cannot interpret this here. Okay. Alright, so, so read Bible very carefully. Alright, that's all the time we have for this week. Now, next week, we will answer, yeah, the next time we come around, we, we answer the other questions. Please keep submitting your questions. Now, let us pray. Let us pray.